Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Check us out on Twitter at Hanging with Apes. Check us out on Twitter at Audio Apes. And visit our website, hangingwithapes.com. When you get there, we have a newsletter. Sign up for it. Stay in touch with us. Gender and race is on the topic agenda for today. We're going to be discussing two different things that um, we've observed, read about, learned about. One involving gender, one involving race. Yes, Hanging With Apes is going the identity politics route. We're sorry we've been talking bad about identity politics, but it turns out, we're just like all these other corrupt politicians. <laughs> no, but uh, we're, we're taking on these subjects because I think they'll be revealing, you know, uh, about the current state of what a lot of people are feeling. So on one hand, we're going to talk about the race thing, which we found out through Vice News, which Vice News, if you're not familiar with it, is on HBO. And, uh, you know, they're like a really unfiltered news um, uh, show, right? It's a yeah. show? Like yeah, a they series. have different segments. They'll have like the news tonight. Yeah, it's like, so it's like really unfiltered, raw, uncut. Uh, a lot of kind of more obscure news, not what's really going on in the mainstream. So that it's always interesting. They're really like left and biased. But anyway, they did this report on... Uh, no whites allowed resort in Costa Rica. So we're going to kind of give you the backstory on that. And then we're going to talk about a real blow that was dealt to the mythology of feminism with the gender pay gap. So that's going to be interesting. What do you want to go into first? The gender pay gap or the resort? What do you... What do you... Fuck it. We'll do the resort since you All mentioned right. it first. All right. So in this resort... Uh, from Vice News, and if if you can, you could check it out. It's on. Uh... Actually, I originally found out about it through World Star, but then I ended up watching the episode on Vice. Um, oh. But um, essentially, what what it, what this is is right now it's a uh, all women of color resort in Costa Rica that this girl from Brooklyn started, where white people are not allowed pretty much and it's a resort for them to get away from the united states go over there you know paradise you know all the 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 makings of a good vacation except for the fact that white people are not allowed and then when they get there they get to talk about how much they hate white people and how much they experience microaggressions from white people and all this stuff and macroaggressions and well well, first of all, are, 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 are people really having that hard of a time? Like, and sometimes I wonder, is it me that's detached? Am I just too busy with, with my, with my business, with my podcast, with my job that like, I'm, I'm just not catching all of these microaggressions. Is that it? Maybe it's yeah. me. Cause like, yeah. Cause you're definitely getting microaggressed on the daily <laughs> hourly you just don't really <laughs> realize it i so. guess so <laughs> no it's bad but, but to those who don't know because i mean we that's kind of like they really didn't go over macro and microaggressions 
when we were in college. It was like right after we we kind of got off of it. So in case people don't know, pretty much it's like everyday. Well, this is a microaggression. It's everyday verbal, nonverbal, and environmental slights, snubs, or insults, whether intentional or unintentional. What so, the fuck is a nonverbal <laughs> insult? Yeah, it's 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 I don't I don't know, but I, yeah, come to think of it, like and then what, and then would, even if okay, like let's say like I, I like a nonverbal slight. So I kind of like, like let's say you're you walking up and somebody doesn't hold the door for you going in, or like an establishment yeah, yeah. or whatever. But how do you know that's bit rooted in racism? How do you know this motherfucker wasn't just like raised on a farm or some shit yeah. where they were never taught manners? Or he just hates life and hates everyone. Right. Not just fucking Mexicans and blacks and Chinese. Right, you know? <laughs> or something like that. So so yeah, that's so now you have to think things through. So so if someone looks at you disgusted, they might think that your attire is messed up, but you, you have to somehow decipher it and think that it's your race. So and and that's another thing. It, it's it's uh, you can only microaggress like people, um, people of color, I guess. So white people can't be microaggressed. Did you but know that, that? How how can I? That? I don't know. I guess these rules, <laughs> these rules of these uh, college professors, um, are pretty biased. And well, macroaggressions. I'll give you the definition on that, so people. Oh, could get a better oh, idea. Please do. <laughs> it's, so, so macro, which is large, so large scale of overt aggression towards those of different race, culture, gender, contrasted with microaggression. So, so I hope I hope you people know now that you can't no, you macro people. or micro. You people, <laughs> you see, like that's you whites. Like, you could take, but that you could like literally take anything and make it about race. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> how how do you take your coffee? Cream and sugar. Oh, what you think I don't like black? You think I'm have some against black? How do you take your coffee black? Oh, because I I'm black. I must like black coffee. Like anything could be fucking racist. Like I will say yeah. this: you just took a sip of Starbucks, and I <laughs> I find that highly concerning because yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> you know what? Like you move to the suburbs, and you fucking change. And yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm better than you. <laughs> right, like I see, that's a microaggression. That, right, I could see that Starbucks as a as a as a microaggression yep. because now that you're in the suburbs, I, oh, I'm gonna take a sip of this and, Fiji real quick. And I'm still in the hood. I now I see that as a microaggression. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's a, but that's the stupidity of it. Like yeah. that's like you could see anything, however you want it. It's just people just choose to see it in this way. Yeah, like, it's all really just rooted in insecurities. Yeah, it That's is. That's all it is. It is. And and this is what's funny. It, it's rooted in insecurities, but at what point do you logically analyze what you're feeling emotionally? Think about it. One of the things that struck me about that particular segment was one of the girls that they interviewed at the resort said that she's from Nebraska which is a red state, meaning that it's it, it's a state that leans Republican. And because of that, she doesn't know the full extent of the racist thoughts of the people around her. So her rationale is because it's a red state and you're around Republican people that they're automatically racist? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like how simple-minded... 
And yeah. intellectually lazy is that because somebody leans a certain way yeah, yeah. that that you just automatically assume because at no point did any of these people give blatant examples of racism that they have faced in their lives. They, they never gave a blatant example. All they talked about is these microaggressions that were not on the agenda and this and that. Listen, any president that comes along and says, oh, hey, Mexicans are on the agenda. Blacks are on the agenda is a horrible president. It's about the American people. Like, why yeah. is that so hard for people to understand? That's yeah. what that's what I don't mean. Like, don't like when 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 the president pushed tax cuts, was it like, oh, well, the whites, they get a tax cut. But mm-hmm. you coloreds, you don't get you don't get that. Like, yeah, it, it, it's not uh, it doesn't work like that. As a matter of fact, that was why I gave him uh, props for his uh, State of the Union address because it showed pretty much the message was Americans. Yeah, there was Asian Americans. There was a uh, there was a uh, black, black Americans, black Americans, white Americans uh, Latino who- Americans, white Americans. It was about Americans, and uh, it wasn't about you know a particular race. And that's how we should think. We should think like you know, I know people who voted for Hillary. I know people who voted for Trump. And you know what? We we all get along. We all talk. We we uh we all disagree on certain things, and that's fine. You know that because one thing in that video that that that, uh, that I saw, the Vice video is uh they said that a Trump support that that the people that friends that they have that are Trump supporters they can't trust them no more, and that they can't be friends with them. Yeah, it's like no, that's that's not because you don't agree with someone. You know that doesn't mean. That doesn't mean you're supposed to hate them or not trust them. Right. And, and so by that rationale, you don't trust somebody that's for lowering taxes. Like, yeah. you don't trust somebody that's for, you know, and, national security. You don't trust yeah. somebody that's for, you know, a more prosperous yeah. country. It, you don't. I mean, like, why, just, why, why is it? What is it? What is it with with this particular president that when he says something, especially the man being so as straightforward as he is, that like we seem to hear one thing, but other people hear another thing? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and the man is straightforward. Like, just take his words for what they are. That's why. That's why. For as, as much as people criticize him. For saying, oh, well, I don't like when he says this and I don't like when he does that and, and this and that. There's something I find incredibly valuable about, a, especially a man in the political world that has the nerve yeah. and actually does us the justice of like being straightforward and saying what's on his mind. Like as much as, as much as. Even if you think it's stupid. <laughs> right. Or but, not. but the thing is, but the thing is, a lot of times. A lot of times, us as individuals, we have dumb thoughts, but we're we're too most of the time too scared to like say it, say it out loud. In in his particular case, there have been times where like you know maybe it wasn't like the most well thought out, but like at very least you knew where the man stood, and you knew what his intentions were. Yeah, yeah, and you know you can't again you could disagree, but you can't really. Right away, be like, oh, this guy's a, a bigot, a this, this, and that, this, this, and this. When in reality, like, you see uh, all types of politicians pander to different types of groups. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, 
what, what are you what are you uh, mad about? And, and what I'm saying is this: you can again disagree with the president wholeheartedly, not agree with his policies. You still live in a country where you can prosper and, and do your things, even if you don't agree with the the direction the country is going. That's the beautiful thing about this nation, because you know President Trump is is uh. He might be here four years, eight years, and that's it. Eight years is the max he's going to be here, just like Obama was there eight years, just like Clinton was there eight years, Bush was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a limit to to, to those things, and then you just got to focus on you. You can't be focusing on, on all these like little small things. And what I heard in, in, in like a lot of those women that, that were in, in those resorts was more so contempt. Yeah, definitely. And 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 to me, it's like you have to uh, <clears throat> focus on you. Know what you want, and get that. And and sometimes when people don't focus on themselves and and like, kind of like have a clear path in their in their mindset, and and they're kind of a lost person to a sense. Um, they start feeling contempt towards the situation, and then want to find something to blame it on, or or, or find the answers to that. And then of course you get these politicians and people and and speakers who who feed off of that who oh yeah well what you're feeling is this you know what i'm saying and yeah that's how you get people that that talk like the the women that were talking like that in the video going back to something you just said how you said you know trump all he can be is an eight-year president just like obama if you're not satisfied or happy with the direction that the country is going you could vote you know and that's the beauty about this country yeah that's true, and I think it's good advice to give somebody if their gripe is rooted in reality. Yeah. But see, yeah. the thing is, I don't know what you can really tell a person that their gripe is not really yeah. rooted in reality. Like, for instance, I give you, I give you an example of what I'm talking about. When that whole Charlottesville thing happened, and I felt like you and I did a pretty good job at covering that, and actually... You and I, like, we covered that from an angle that no other media outlet covered it. We covered it from, like, the unadulterated truth. Yeah. There were pieces pieces of shit on both sides. Now, and and we we had actually said that before the president said that. We we came, we we, we were talking about that before he came out and said that. So that was our thought process before. So it wasn't like, oh, well, the president said that. So, yeah, we're going to, like, ride with him. No, it wasn't like that. We said... Listen, these fucking goofies are, are 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 racist idiots, but they have the right to be racist idiots. And as long as they're not hurting anybody, why are you going and counter-protesting and getting physical with them and provoking them? So then, yeah. like, the whole fucking thing ensued from that. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, when President Trump said that, Nobody took the time, or or at least not many people took the time to actually look at what he was saying when he said that there were I well I don't know what the exact words were, but pretty much that there were like problems on both sides. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was bad on both sides. That's what he said. Yeah. There was bad on both sides, which was the truth. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But everybody in in the mainstream media, for the most part, saw that as a racist statement. That so wasn't a racist statement at all. Right. No. So but but that's my point. You're not you're not like what do you tell somebody when they're not living in reality? Yeah, yeah. Like like how can you even 
it's to the point, is it even worth debating? Or is that a tactic by them to not get debated? By yeah. just like just saying some like off the wall unrealistic shit that, that you know nobody logical is going to even argue with you yeah, yeah because yeah. It's, because they're not going to waste their time and and see you can even say that he because because one one thing is is saying that he could have worded it better right and by wording it better I don't mean like taking a side that that's very different from saying oh that he's a racist that was a racist comment. He could have said, "Oh, look, I don't stand with this, and I also don't stand with this." You know, he he did glance over it, but then again, it's like so many things going on. You just you and, and you could tell he's the type of guy who just kind of goes in and talks. He doesn't prepare a lot. Um, so so you, I could see that argument. I could see if someone said, "Hey, well, he should have been more clear." But now to 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 say. That that what he said, you could tell he's racist. That's just come on. What do you, what do you, what is in your head? <laughs> what, what what are you thinking? That this guy, like he, you know, he's backstage, like fucking thinking about ways of hating right. people and, of and, color. And, but and and if if you take the statement at hand, like what's racist about that? There's, There's nothing bad on both sides. Well, because he doesn't overwhelmingly side with the left. Yeah. No. Well, that's I mean. That's your problem, and that's how you're fucked up as mine works. Yeah. But that's not the truth. That's not that's not the reality of it. Yeah, and and I mean, people are gonna feel the way they feel, and then you see certain people. Like, well, you even saw it in the video. They, I guess, their contempt is magnified. I remember a, a friend, a, a friend of mine, who uh, who doesn't like the whole DACA situation. Partly because he he doesn't um he doesn't have papers or whatever. I remember we were talking about the Patriots, and then and then and then well, I'm I'm not even talking about politics. I'm just talking about the Patriots, like the 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 football team. Yeah, the Patriots is oh yeah man fucking Brady might win another one. He's like, oh yeah you know that's Trump's favorite thing you know like the the white male being dominant and and I was like wait what I was like what like. No, Brady's good. Like he's he's a good quarterback. <laughs> like the the best ever. Yeah, like, the best. <laughs> like like arguably the best yeah, person the to Michael have. Jordan of football. What much. actually, you know what is funny? I was saying that I, I was saying that shit at, at at work and one of my guys was like, Man, this motherfucker's in love with that white man. <laughs> because <laughs> but it's true. Listen, listen, the, yeah. arguably the best to ever grace the field of football. Like yeah. for his age. Yeah. At the magnitude he's still playing, like all of his accomplishments, come on, I mean, five like, rings. Like, stop, let's stop playing these. And he's games. probably gonna get a sixth one in the next two years. So you know, you gotta, you gotta be real with it. That has nothing to do with him being white. And like, why do you have to think about like that's what Trump's does Trump have to do with that? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. You go back to, 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 to my friend, and of course, you know, although I do have love for him, I look at things the way he's done. He's been here, his whole life. Never attempted to, to 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 you know try and get citizenship. Then we have a, a, another friend. He does videos and uh, music videos and stuff like that. And this, this, and that. He hasn't. I mean, he he he's been here for a while, but he hasn't been here his whole life. Mm-hmm. But he got his shit together. He's he's under the DACA situation now. If if for certain the whole DACA situation, the 1.8 million uh, immigrants that uh, Trump was talking about, if if that deal gets passed. The guy, our friend, the one who does the videos and stuff, he'll be he'll be a citizen, right? Mm-hmm. The other one won't. So, 
you you have you you've talked a lot about how mad you are about this whole situation, this and that, but you've never done anything to better your situation. And if the situation oh, so were he, to get so, better, so the other one he didn't even bother signing up for. No, doctor. nothing. He hasn't ever attempted. And and, and and it's it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because, um, on on our I don't know if we follow her on Twitter, but I, we seem to get a lot of her tweets. I don't know if it's just people that retweet her. Joy Reid. I know she's like a a contributor to CNN, and I, I've seen oh, her. Oh yeah, she's yeah. like real left. She's like super left. Yeah, I uh, I think we follow her. Yeah. That must be your doing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway, uh, in uh, in in her uh, in her tweet, she said something about General John Kelly uh, saying, I guess, that the dreamers are lazy. But dream, but but General John Kelly, he never said it like that. Yeah. He said he was talking about it and he was like, there were even the people that didn't even that were too lazy to sign up for it still have a chance at citizenship like yeah. if they go like a certain route or yeah. whatever and like out of everything the man said like that's what like she pulled from the statement yeah but 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 he said it in a way like he wasn't happy about it and i can understand that come on like you're here in this country illegally you know your status you're at not you're at very least not even going to sign up yeah, or try you know try to put yourself in a position to win. It's like it's like okay, if you if I want to invest in something, right? I have to save money. Yeah. In order to save money, that means I have I have to sacrifice. I have to set up all the, you know, I have to really sit down and budget and, and put in the work and 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 then the time, you know. So so when I get the opportunity, then I seize it. If I don't have the savings, if I don't have the capital, if I never attempted to to sacrifice or or even sit down and, and make a game plan, why would I be upset about that? What or what would give me the right to be upset about that? Right. I can't be upset. I can't be upset if an opportunity arose and 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 someone else took it because I sat there and and really it was just all inaction, like no, I just sat in the sidelines. I can't be upset about that. So again, I go back to. You know, any situation that you're in, you know, or that you're mad about, you have to then reflect, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, what am I doing to be better? What am I doing to be to be in a good position? Because a lot of the people that talk and, and, and are upset about all these things, they don't even have their shit together. And like, well, what's the point of fighting if what you're fighting for, you're not even ready to, you know, seize opportunity anyway. To do anything with yeah. it. So, so I don't even, it's something that I don't understand and something that I feel that, uh, it's, it's really mostly like the younger generation. Uh, I mean, there's still people our age who think like that and, and, and aren't prepared. But what I'm saying is I, I feel like the younger you are, the more unprepared you are because of lack of leadership in, in, in your community and in the teachers and in, you know, you need to, you need to have a set of, uh, a set of, uh, I guess I not ideals but uh, a guidelines to to you know succeed, and and right now I, I just feel it's a lot of talk and and not not a lot of action, and I mean you could you could put it any way you want you could be mad at whoever you want at the end of the day it's your fault partly because you don't do anything to to get better, and again. 
I see those videos with the with the people. I, I really all I all I saw with the women. I'm saying, uh, was just just a bunch of sensitive people, because I mean, come on. Yeah, because even even in the little session, like what I don't know, it was like yoga session yeah, well, they were having. Down. Yeah. Even even the whole vibe of it with the 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 yoga instructor, she's like, oh, I see all these beautiful faces. Like, what what is this? <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, like, like just like the sensitivity level is just out of They're out trying of to control. convince themselves. You know, it's like, oh, all these beautiful things. You're trying to convince yourself that you're happy and that everything is fine. No, it's not. You're in a resort right, <laughs> that, you, that, that doesn't you, allow white people. Because you ran away from like this, this so-called problem that you say you have. I don't know. Maybe... I don't know, dude. Sometimes I wonder. Maybe it's just like my experience with white people, like hasn't hasn't been that. Like I, like. The thing is this though. Confidence. See, when you go into a situation talking to someone with confidence, or no confidence, there's a different reaction you get, and I feel that uh, as a minority, I do see that with with with. Uh, Mostly what we grew up here was Latinos and blacks. And mostly when 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 I growing up when I would hear people talk about white people, it was as if like they're better. So if that's ingrained in your in your head, like, oh, white people are better than you, then you act like white people are better than you. Yeah. When I talk to white oh, people y- yes, a mass. Yeah. Like like <laughs> uh, when I talk to a white person, like I'll have full blown arguments with white on politics and sometimes they can't even hang. You know, yeah. And so, like, okay, you're white, so what? You know? Or or you're black, or you're fucking Chinese. Like, I don't care. I'm me. Right. <laughs> can, 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 you, can you hang with me? And can I hang with you as an individual, as a person? Right. You know, and, and that that's a big deal. And that's something that I'm going to teach my kids. Like, you know, hey, you're, you're just as good as anybody else. As long as you put in the work. As long as... I think that's what, what matters. And that's what you're looking at is and, you're, you're a pretty see, confident person. And, and see, I feel like that's that's the message that a lot of people, like the ones that would go to a resort like this, would tell their kids. But at the same time, it's you're you're good, you're you're great, but but stay away from them. And and that's oh. not it's you're good, you're great. So when you enter that world, keep being as good as great, yeah. and and that's it. Like you know what I'm saying? Don't isolate yourself because some of these people may be your business partners some yeah. of these people may be great friends like why would you you know what i'm saying yeah instill that fear because that was you know the, when when the the founder of of that resort was asked about it, she's like we don't need white people here they did enough damage they didn't like what listen first off i i i was reading this not long ago it's such a small percentage right yeah. now of white people who who <laughs> Who in their family lineage even own slaves in this country? Like it's a very small percentage. Yeah. Because you've had all these Irish people come over, all these Polish people come over, all these Italian yeah. people come over, and they their family didn't own slaves. So yeah. when you say they've done <laughs> enough damage, like which ones are you talking about? Which ones are you talking and about? That's kind of. That's, and then even yeah. them, it wasn't them that did. It was their their great 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 grandfathers. So like what? what like, and and not only that, it, it, you know, that's a racist comment, you know, <laughs> like think about that comment. They, oh, white people, they've done enough, uh, enough damage. So you're judging a person 
by the color of their skin. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if you, uh, this brown motherfuckers, taco-eating motherfuckers, like, okay, first of all, not all Latinos eat tacos, motherfucker. Like, so, you know what I'm saying? That, that's kind of like the way I see I see her saying that, like, oh, they've done enough damage. Well, what white person? Technically speaking, you know, Irish, you know, fucking German. Like, what, what are you talking about? How about the people in Germany or people in in Ireland or like white people are individuals? This <laughs> is just there's not like a white person coalition in the world. You'll say, oh yeah, all right, well we, we got to start doing some more evil. Right. We're getting we're getting real soft here. <laughs> like, Bill Burr has something like that, like a joke uh-huh. where he's talking about. He's like, oh, he's like, I hate how people people think white people just have yachts. Yeah, and like and and, and I laugh at that because it's like. What do you think the white people are just plotting? Yeah. <laughs> like they got their own problems, so I don't. I don't know. It's it's people. People need to grow the fuck up. Is is what it is, and uh, you can't run away from people. You know, I'm not gonna run away from anyone because that's also an opportunity that that you're not exposing. Because what if the the one person that 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 that's on on the same level as you and and has the same mindset might be of another color or of another race. Of course. And you're of like, fuck, you know? Like, look at what we've done like, and the people that we've worked with. It's like the fucking United Nations. Yeah. And you know what? It was a beautiful thing because they all, like, the, the dreams aligned and it, w- it was never really about race. It was about a movement. No, about, it's never. It, yeah. The only time that it's ever been about race is if we're joking, if we're cracking a joke. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, nobody <laughs> gives a fuck about that. They could care less. Yeah, yeah. And, and and or or like moments of interest, like when somebody's expressing like a difference in like their possible upbringing, and then at that point, nobody's meeting that with rejection. It's like interest. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's how you did things. This is how we did things. All right, cool. And and that's what it is. Yeah. But but then there's some people that just can't find enjoyment in that it, it it's 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 met with 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 contempt yeah and pettiness pettiness and and i don't know i just advise people to just worry about you and the people that you're working with and 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 grow and become better not everyone's gonna like you you know not every just because you're black doesn't mean that every black person's gonna like you or every white person's gonna like you or every you know you, you just got to grow up and, and, and be comfortable in your own skin and and be an individual and let people judge you as an individual. And that's it. True that. True that. So going into our next topic, the gender pay gap. I know you know what it is, but for our listeners, what the gender pay gap is, is essentially in this country, a bunch of women's jobs and men's jobs are ratioed out or the average, you know, salary of a woman, the average salary of a man. And it turns out that men make more than women do. And the, the number is never concise. Sometimes it's it's 70 cents for every dollar, 77 cents for every dollar. Um, if, if you're a black woman, it's less. If you're a Hispanic woman, it's less. All that fucking garbage. But then... So at face value, it looks like, you know, that there's some sort of sexism going on and, and, and companies just pay men more for doing the same amount of work, which when you delve deeper into the subject, you realize that that's totally false. You realize that men work a lot more dangerous jobs. Men work 
longer hours, men work a lot more high paying jobs. So you take all of that into consideration and actually seven men making a dollar to women 77 cents actually seems a lot closer than it should be. Like when you take into like all yeah. those other things into consideration. Most definitely. Now, now, this is something that for many years, feminists have been arguing. They argue it. It's like one of their main cornerstones for feminism. And it's been for the most part debunked, but never quite like this. So what happened recently is there were these economists and they conducted, they actually conducted the study here in Chicago oh, shit. of men and women Uber drivers over a million rides. So this is a lot of data that these people collected, a lot of data. And they found that men make about a dollar and 24 cents more per hour average than the women of Uber do, the, the, the women drivers do. <laughs> But then once they broke it all down, they see that men are taking working longer hours. They stick with the platform longer. So so they stick it out. You know, m- women might stay a, a few weeks, a few <coughs> months. Men actually stay a longer time than that. Men are taking trips in more dangerous neighborhoods. One of the big differences that really stood out to them was that men often accept airport trips. And that's like one of the higher paying trips as an Uber Uber driver taking people to the airport. Yeah. And a lot of women don't take those trips. Oh shit. So so you have that aspect of it. And it wasn't all men economists that were conducting this study. It was five, and one of them was a woman, and she was you know she and because uh, because not only did I read about this, but I also like heard an episode on Freakonomics when she was talking about it. Well, all of them were talking about it. And she was even saying, like, yeah, this is what the study shows. This is this is factual. So it's funny to me, before I get your thoughts on that, I'm going to read a few different headlines about this particular study. And I want to show you, I want to show you how different media outlets, depending on how they lean, phrase things. So this is from TheVerge.com. Women Uber drivers earn $1.24 per hour less than men. Study. So pretty... Pretty straightforward. Yeah. This is from Fortune. Pay disparity between men and women even exists in the gig economy. Still pretty straightforward. Yeah. Refinery29. There is a gender pay gap for Uber drivers, but it's complicated. So now that's that's a little bit... Leaning a little bit like, hey, there is a gender pay gap, but you know we're going to try to explain it. Yeah. This is from Mashable. Female Uber drivers make less than their male counterparts, but it's not what you think. Now, that seems like more right-leaning. Like, yeah, they make less, but listen. Yeah. But this is from Bloomberg, and this one this one is, is very funny. And then I'm oh, going to give God. you a little bit of backstory of it. Uber may be paying women less for driving better. Now, that seems... Whoa! Right. Jesus. <laughs> right. Now, maybe paying. And I like how they phrase that. Maybe. They're not saying Uber is paying women less for driving better. Maybe paying women less for driving better. Yeah. Because there is something in the study, as they were talking about it, saying that women, even though women as drivers do tend to have more accidents, as Uber drivers, they drive a lot slower. 
Oh, okay, okay. Women are a lot slower drivers. Makes sense. And in a, and in the Uber gig economy, getting people there faster <laughs> is more valuable. So I guess the algorithm it starts to calculate. Well, this guy drives these people there faster, or gets people there, yeah. or maybe like like it warrants better tipping because it's like oh, it's saying I'm gonna get there in 25 minutes, but this guy got me there in in 20. In, in, in 20. Yeah. You know. All right. Cool. So. Well, essentially, what, what what Bloomberg is trying to pivot towards is, oh, because women are driving at the speed limit and abiding by the laws, yeah. they're making less, so they're the victim. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Every, any little way to, like, <laughs> twist it and turn it. Like, yeah. listen, listen, she's, turning out, she's driving 28 miles in the 30. Dude is driving 33. It's not that bad. He's getting you there safely. He's getting you there a little bit earlier. Yeah. Give the man a tip. Like, that's what it boils relax. down to. Like, why? Yeah. Relax. Exactly. Relax. You know, but this to me, obviously, I, I, I don't imagine many feminists vocalizing this, but it's such a blow to the chest. Yeah. To, I, I, I call it the mythology of feminism. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, because this is one of their cornerstones, the gender pay gap. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest, that's the biggest, uh, one of the biggest. One, I, you know, and, and it's like, well, what do you, what, like, what do you come Fuck. up with? Do you just not deal with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, what we were talking about earlier, do you just take this subject and not, not put it in the realm of reality so you don't have to deal with it? How do you argue against it? You know? Well, yeah. And, and the thing too is, I mean, a lot of the movement attacks a lot of things that it's just not a realistic thing to attack anyway. And to me, you you well actually not not you, but I'm saying like what you just mentioned as far as studies and and uh, and really if if you go online and you really like look at the pay gap and, and stuff like that, one of the the biggest things is the fact that we take as men, we do take we're willing to take crazier jobs different jobs more dangerous jobs dangerous and that is a lot more willing to sacrifice time with family yeah yeah Uh, yeah exactly um if we were uber drivers if we were lyft drivers we would be picking people up in anglewood because you know all right i'm i'm good now i I wouldn't advise a, a, a woman to to feel as comfortable as a man but that's because we're physically more prepared to be attacked you know what i'm saying so so I could see why we we uh, end up winning that the in, the in the pay gap is because we're there's just certain things we're going to be able to do yeah. more than women and that's nature that you should be mad at that right and that's yeah. what and that's like the, the one of my biggest takeaways from this whole thing is that I don't think this is something that should be upsetting yeah listen we we all make choices. These are choices that men tend to make more than women. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Men spend less time away. Men spend more time away from their families. Women tend to want to spend more time with their families. There's nothing wrong with that. But you know, their argument would be, well, who says that that should be the way it is? Who says that? Men should be away from their families. How come women can't be away from their families? Well, it's but it's nobody saying that they can't. This this is yeah. just a choice that they seem to prefer. Exactly. You know what I'm and, saying? And that's, that's that's what it boils down to. So then they start fighting about. Oh well, women should look. Uh, we gotta fight the norms, the gender norms, like this, this, and that. And to me, it's like if you individually want to uh, not 
you know, take on uh, or be a norm, in, in, I guess, in the gender in the gender equation, well, then that's you. But then, then that's what we, we've talked about it before, which is, is that making women happier, though? Is that making women happier? To, to oh well I want to be away from from the kids I want to be the see you know I want I'm not saying that that's bad <laughs> no way am I saying that, that that that's bad but is is that approach the the approach that makes most women happy right and then and then because you decided to take that approach do you now become sort of, sort of an oppressive authoritarian to other women because they made a different choice and seem to be more happier. Oh, you have internalized misogyny. Something's wrong with you. No, if it's all about choices, if it's all about choices, this is your choice. Why not respect their choice? And that's my problem. Probably my biggest gripe with the feminist movement, currently the third wave feminist movement, is that that how come women that actually want to be housewives and support their husband and be there for them and cook and clean and do this stuff because... There are women that like to do it, and there's yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with that. How come they're not glorified? Yeah. How come you don't glorify that? Oh, because that's, that doesn't fit your narrative, and that's what it's all about, a narrative yeah. and agenda. And shit, being a housewife is a hard-ass job, too. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, they, they make it you seem gotta like, clean oh. up, Especially like if, if you're a mom and like you, you have a house full of boys, Yeah, you got to clean after these nasty motherfuckers. Like, yeah. all the, like fucking... Like you got, there's work you got to put in yeah, work, yeah. and then at the same time you you gotta you gotta clean up after them, be understanding, being understanding, and 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 then still be like that 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 source of of nurture yeah. in, in a world of like fucking aggression and testosterone. And 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 guess what? Like out of all my friends, you know, we're all we all have that. You know, I'm not saying we would be bad dads, but we wouldn't be very good moms. You know, like right. I, I know I wouldn't. Like I like like if, if I if I was a stay at home dad, there would be an element missing compared to to my wife because I just I I have like the no nonsense approach. Yeah, and and like what the fuck are you crying about? Get up. You know? <laughs> That'd be me. Exactly. And it's not that I hate my child. It's just like what are you doing? Get up. And and my wife would be like, oh, well, are you yeah. okay? Are you? <laughs> so it's like there is a difference. Like like exactly. I was you were saying that I was thinking like of a of a child like spilling milk on themselves like eating cereal. It's like oh daddy. I, I spilled cereal, so okay, I clean them up. Yeah. And then like he does that shit. And I'm like, well, now you're just gonna sit in that shit because I did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because <laughs> like, I'm not doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think this is? Like, but a mom would never have that approach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, here we go again. Like it'll be like a like a a, a loving thing. Here we go again. You know, whatever. But it, yeah. And, and it, well, the game is on. So figure that shit out. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face! <laughs> like you better, I, I don't know. You better figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's you know, it's, it's 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 weird. And now I have noticed with uh, with uh, even even with more aggressive moms, because I noticed like at least me growing up, I only know what I see is uh, my mom is Puerto Rican, and uh, and black moms they're a little bit more aggressive, but they still have that nurturing in them. Mm-hmm. But like you know, the, she, my mom was a little bit more like you know, like kind of like oh you got to be, but then you could tell that she was overprotective. Like, mm-hmm. and that's another thing too. Like men, that's a side of nurturing that we don't have. Is oh well, go outside, live it up, just stay here this area. Like we're more trusting of the child. Oh yeah. Like oh yeah, well, he'll figure it out. Like we're more uh, 
it, it, we we kind of lack that like worry you know yeah. even even with like I, i've noticed even like with like puppies or something you know it, oh hey it, let it, them play it's because i i feel like men also understand the curiosity and like the the conquering aspect yeah. it's kind of like in our in our biology to conquer yeah. and so you understand like like as a child in a sense like them going out riding their bike it's like their form of of voyaging the world like you got to yeah. conquer stuff you got to be able to ride your bike and be okay you got to yeah. be able to drive and be okay travel and be okay yeah. you have you know what i'm saying figure it out you know yeah, exactly. like, i'm not gonna be here all the time exactly. you gotta figure it out and and that's and plus the game is on <laughs> the game is on so go do something with yourself but yeah so it, it's it's you know and of course we're generalizing here like everyone is different and that we know that but and, and, and you know what's funny is is that's what's great that you mentioned the word generalizing because i don't know if you saw that interview that uh it's like it went viral with dr jordan peterson and kathy newman from channel four where like she's oh yeah, yeah. pretty much pretty much trying to like onslaught him with like these really just totally like off the wall questions trying to make him look like a total misogynist yeah and and he ended up bodying her yeah, and, he, and 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 it, and it went viral and like real chill too. But but he what he was saying is like, listen, you're taking these these general things and you're trying to apply them to every woman. Yes, there are women yeah. that are exceptions to this rule. And he's like, and he pointed her out for example, and that was like a great thing that he did. He's like, you're obviously different. He's like, you're, I'd imagine you're not very agreeable. Most women are very agreeable, but you've gone pretty far in your career and. He's like, you don't seem like you're very agreeable. Yeah. That served to your benefit. And then she's like, oh, so men, so so women have to be like men to to succeed. And he's like, well, yeah, to some degree, because yeah. men are just not going to roll over. If you're competing with a man for a, for a position, they're not just going to roll over and be like, oh, well, because you're a woman, you can have it. No, they're going to fight you just like a man. So you're going to have to develop a man, some sort of men trait, characteristics yeah. and traits to, to go against him. That you, that's that's yeah, yeah, the world yeah. that we live in, and that's the same thing. What do you, what do we do? Trump like, didn't hold any punches like, against like, Hillary. Like what, exactly? Nor should he have. Yeah, yeah. Nor should he have. And if anything, if anything, that that should that should be like what a feminist wants. That a man would not hold any punches. Yeah. And, and like like think about it. Like what, like when women take self defense classes, in self defense class, if, when they say you're getting if you're getting attacked, they don't say oh well you know, smile and bat your eyes at him. No, they tell you, you got to get on the level of a man. You have to get physical. Yeah. Obviously, physically, you're not as strong. So you got to like hit his balls or OC yeah. him or whatever. But still, whatever you're doing, it's in the realm of physicality. You yeah. got to physically do something. You can't, you can't just be like, oh no, please don't. Like, it doesn't work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Agreeable doesn't work in this. So you have to take on the aggression, which is a man's characteristic. Yeah. In that situation. And so there's nothing wrong with that, though. There's, there's nothing, nothing wrong yeah. with like just accepting that that's that that's a reality. Yeah. And that's in our, our that's in our biology. That's nature that that's at work, not like uh, some norm that we're like, oh, fuck it. We got here first. Women are below us or something like that. No, that's not that. I feel that because uh, I've had this argument a lot of times when it comes to, oh, why are women viewed as this and this and that? Well, I don't think that that anyone set the rules like that. I think it was just a natural occurrence that that was the approach, you know. Um, 
and 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 obviously in society today we're in 2018 you know like it's still there is that certain you know now there's a lot of fight when it comes to the feminist movement uh towards that but but it's still there's still those norms that that they're having a hard time you know stopping because it's just really like i said the norm yeah so no matter what you how you fight it or or what you say nah nature's nature so that and then that's that and people people just want to be in denial and i mean if that's if that's your prerogative i guess be in denial but you have to look at it in that manner because if you're going to look at something we go back to the numbers that you mentioned there is a pay gap there is a but but then there's a reasoning behind it you know it's not like a pay gap like oh since you're a fucking woman you get paid 30 cents less Right. No, no, it's, it's not it's, that. It's not. It's not. It's just not the case. You got to look at it for what it is, and I mean that's to me the the biggest thing. And and the, the kind of like the the argument that they won't concede to. Right. They they just all oh, were equal to men. Uh, again, again, that whole not living in reality. Yeah. Like, and that's that's my biggest thing is like I, I would like to come across a feminist. And see their reaction to this study. Like what. Here's the the numbers. You know. Men and women were involved in this. Based on the algorithm that doesn't know your gender. Doesn't give a fuck about your gender. What's your take on it? And again. Do you put that in, in, in in the box of reality? Or do you do like these bitches at this resort. And just just look at it illogically. So you can continue Choosing to be miserable yeah. and choosing to 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 have this notion in your mind that this is what the fuck is going on. And what happened was it was a, the natural occurrence of of the people that were driving the, the, the cars. And it just so happened that men took the more risks, took the better trips, you know, stayed with the program for longer. And that's why they get paid more. And like you said, there was nothing like, oh, well, we're going to they just saw the numbers. And then from there. That was what they. That's what they found. So, the numbers they don't lie. Hell no. That concludes our episode of this week's Hanging with Apes. Thank you guys so much for listening. If we talk about anything that you feel somebody you know would be interested in, share it with them. Share the episode with them. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. You could catch the podcast on our website, HangingWithApes.com. We are out there. The show does continue to grow thanks to you guys. So keep tweeting us. Keep in touch with us. Keep listening. Peace. Peace.